All right, what is going on, everybody? What is crack-a-lacking? It is the 26th day after Christmas. Technically, I am recording on Christmas. Can you believe that? Um, I actually had to leave a party just to make sure that I get this this part of the segment in the podcast because we do have a few different segments in this in this podcast. Hopefully, it goes well because I'm re- I pre-record a lot of my stuff in different uh, times of the podcast. And then I put it all together and make it sound like it's just one big old long podcast, right? So what do we have in store? So what I would like to talk about your PDR goals, like what do you what do you really want to do uh, for your yourself or your company or whatever? And we're going to talk a little bit of get my wife on here uh, and talk about how her trip was to the Philippines and and the cause that you guys helped con- uh, contribute with those buying those shirts, uh, what happened out there? How was it? And she did vlog most of the trip, or she not most of it, but a good portion of, of her trip there and uh, the orphanage and stuff like that. So I, I'm going to put that together sometime this month or actually uh, early next year, shall I say. And it was awesome. I really liked some of the shots that she did and the, and the people and the, the lady who was in charge. So we'll talk about, give Mary a chance to uh, kind of share her her thoughts on that. And, and another cool topic, are women, are they very, are they very capable? Can they be as good as dent guys, as the dent guys? Can women dent girls, dent women, be as good as dent guys? And I'll give you my opinion. And uh, without giving too much away, I I really didn't have an opinion, honestly, because I was I know better than that to give such a an opinion yet. But I will, let's put it this way: I wasn't sure until now. Okay, and uh, we're, we're gonna give you my opinions about the three ladies that I trained. Not one, not two, not three. For the first time in my career, that was interesting and very rewarding at the same time and such an honor. So I will, I will give you my feedback on, on how training was for you ladies or for the ladies out there. And, f- and for you lady listeners, maybe you're thinking about getting into PDR. Maybe you're not sure of, if you can physically do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my feedback on that. And so that's what we have in this episode. So stay tuned. Let's get right into it. All right. So what I'd like to talk to you guys about is this first part of the segment is um, what are you going to do? What are you, you going to do for 2020 in your, your PDR uh, business? And what are you going to do for yourself physically? Are you going to, it doesn't even have to be PDR related, really. I mean, do you want to um, spend more time with your kids? Do you want to uh, physically look better? Do you want to be healthier? Um, do you want to save more money? Or do you want to grow your business, add more techs? I don't know, whatever it is. But we all know we got to write it down, right? And when you write it down, it turns into a goal. And when you are 
doing those, you know, trying to achieve those goals turns into reality, right? You really literally have to be committed. Okay. You can't just write it down, but you have to be committed to that. And that's how you honestly, ladies and gentlemen, that's how my business has grown. That's how Tent Trainer has grown. That's how every aspect of the business I have done, I wrote it down. First of all, I visually, and I, I have no distractions either, ladies and gentlemen. I either before I go to sleep or somewhere alone, I daydream. And daydreaming isn't really not doing nothing. What it is, it's, it's visualizing how I want something to work out, to be, how I see success. And then you get that feeling, right? You get the feeling of it's already being successful. And then you write it down specifically on how you're going to get there. I'm not just trying to preach to you guys about like, oh, I do this and I do that. Listen, I if you care anything about a little bit about part of you know John and I success or or the dent time success or the dent or bent bumper time or anything like that I don't talk much about my bumper time side maybe I will focus more of that because for you people on the on the PDR business maybe you want to grow your business besides just doing PDR and we'll we'll I'll bring that up and let me know your thoughts on that if you guys want to know how I ventured out to do bumpers, and FYI, I don't know how to paint a bumper at all, okay? First of all, I'm colorblind, and that was my first excuse. I don't think that's an excuse anymore. I think there's way, definitely ways around it, so that's just that was just my hiccup of not going out there and doing it. Would I do it now at the stage I'm at right now? No, I'm, I definitely personally wouldn't do it. But I hired a team to do the bumper repair for me. I guess I can talk about it, right? So, I mean, this is part, maybe this is part of your goal, right? Building a team. How do you do things? How do you grow your business? Now, this doesn't have to be just bumpers, ladies and gentlemen. You could, you could talk about, you're thinking about adding wheel repair or paint protection film or wraps or I don't I don't I don't know whatever sub auto reconditioning business you want to do you can you just have to get the right team but you have to do your diligence on knowing how to do it you have to really really do your homework you can't just you know completely rely on the people you hire you definitely have to have some knowledge in that. That's my recommendation. Get to know that business, that part of the business very well. And then get somebody else who knows that business even better than you. But you have to, if you want to grow your business, you are going to have to let other people do certain things that you can't. And that, that and that's... That's just a must in any business. Hey, look at any business. Look at Apple. You think Steve Jobs would want to do all the friggin' required positions 
that Apple takes, there's no, there no way he would be spinning his, spinning his wheels. That's the same thing with what you have to do, what you want to do. I'm telling you, you, you ladies and gentlemen think that maybe this isn't far-fetched. Making him over a million dollars consistently a year is not hard to do. Remember, I, I've been telling you this in the last podcast, in the podcast before, and throughout my podcast, a lot of our challenge is our own thinking because we don't believe we can do that. We can achieve that. We believe we're just a hundred, two hundred thousand dollar, maybe you know, three hundred thousand dollar year income PDR company. I don't think you guys should think of yourselves as just a PDR company. You could be a full auto reconditioning company. Do you realize that every other auto reconditioning division, like wheel repair, detailing, um, bumpers, they all wish they could do PDR. But let's face it, 90% of them can't do it, won't do it, because it is a demanding, you have to drop everything you're doing to get into this part of the business, to really do it. But now that you know how to do PDR, you really don't have to drop your, your whole career, or your life, to learn those other services, really. It's really... You have the upper hand if you are already a PDR tech and you've been in the business for a long time. Maybe you already have maybe you have a PDR shop. That's another huge benefit. Having a shop and being able to subcontract out and then be able to actually physically have that service available at your location. I highly recommend subbing it out first so you get the feel of it, get to know what the drawbacks are. You won't have as much responsibility on your on your plate at once. You can ease into it. That's exactly what I ended up doing. I had subcontracted my bumpers to other local bumper repair companies or company. And technically, I never, ever would have went on my own. And I'm not going to name it because it's just, it's just water on the bridge. But I never would, went on my own if that company didn't do me wrong. I had no intentions of growing my business, branching out to a bumper repair division. None. I was happy subcontracting it out. Matter of fact, I have been using the same company for my wheel repair company, subcontracting it out for over 15 years. Maybe 20. I am not greedy when it comes to that kind of stuff. I love having good, strong building relationships with other people. And I don't see, at, for me personally, I get paid well enough per wheel that it's, it doesn't, it would not be a smart investment at this, for, for me personally, to get into wheel repair. They're the experts at it. They do a fantastic job, great customer service. I get good reviews. They get good reviews. It's a win-win. And I don't have to hit home runs every time I, I make money. That's another thing too, ladies and gentlemen. Don't, try, not, try not to make home runs, hit home runs every time you do a sale or every time you get in a business deal. 
You should be setting it up to make sure that you're learning from it, you're going to grow from it, and you're going to nurture it, and you're going to build it into something very, very big over time, over a good, nice, I wouldn't say super, not slow, I'm just saying at a very good pace. Because you want to learn as much as you can while you're growing it. And your goals, I mean, you're, you're, what do you want to do? Like, this is 2020. A lot of you guys have been in this business over 10 years. Are you tired of doing the same thing? Are you personally uh, thinking about, you know, stepping back a little bit, hiring somebody else to do what you do? And then so you can concentrate on growing the business because that's technically, I think that's probably one of the best ideas you can do. Best suggestions I, I can make to you. My personal, I've got a lot of different things. Me personally, because I'll share some with you that I want to do is I want to scale back is what I used to do with Back back in the day, I used to want to take on everything, and I did. And for the most part, I survived. I can't believe how much I was able to get done, but it takes a toll. If I knew what I know now, I would be able to get more done doing less and get it more higher quality, even though I didn't do too bad right now. I didn't do too bad, but I'm sharing what I what I could say to you fellas and ladies out there. Don't take on too much. Don't try to be a hero every time. Who are you trying to prove your point to? It better be you, first of all. If you're trying to prove a point to the world or someone else, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to hit a hard wall. And you're going to feel confused again. And you're going to go, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Because you are going to ask yourself that. I'm telling you because I've, I've been through it myself. When you lose the motivation of trying to do it for yourself and you're trying to prove something to your own self, instead you're trying to prove something to other people and they don't even know it, well, you got you you probably are going to have a big like mental challenge not physical but i would say mental so watch out for that please make sure that you are when you set up these goals make sure it's clearly based on your own motivation are you challenging yourself make sure that you your company your family it's meant for them not, uh, and not someone else because it never really lasts. You can't keep it up because half the time, again, they don't even realize that you're trying to make something out of it for them. Whether you understand what I just said or not, uh, I hope you do, but some of you, will. it will make sense. You know, do make sure you have a lot of passion behind what you're doing, first of all. You, you can't just kind of like it. You almost just can't just like it. You have to love it. You have to breathe it. Like, have, like you can taste it. Like it's, like it's there. Like, you, you're, like it already happened. 
that's when you know you are very, very, very close to succeeding. Very, very close, if not right there. And success doesn't mean, oh, I've got this and I've got that and I've got a lot of money and I've got this big house and I've got this. Remember what what all the rap stars said, right? More money, more problems. And that is absolutely true. Stay content with yourself. As your PDR business grows, you personally should grow as your as an individual. Stay humble. Don't get too big-headed. Give. Help the community. Don't be a dickhead. And stop trying to prove things to other people. And then most of all, be yourself. That's one thing my mom told me before she passed away and she wrote even in in her own book was Michael be yourself because if you're not some if you try to be anybody else people are going to know I was watching uh, I watched this vlog about these cars because I have I have a certain car so I follow their blogs and stuff or their vlogs and uh, I think he'd probably use it from someone else but he says stop being yourself everyone else is taken and that's true. I mean, there's, there's a, there's, I think that's a normal saying out there too. Stop being yourself because, I mean, stop being someone else because they're already taken. And it's completely true. Whether you do any vlog, whether you are trying to act like you're somebody you're not, or whether you, you know, whatever it is, just completely be yourself and you'll see things will start to align. And that goes with the passion. So your goals for 2020, I really wish you all the best on those 2020 goals. Write it down and and go for it in stepping stones. Don't try to hit a home run with these, with these stepping stones. In other words, oh, I want to make a million dollars by next year. That's perfectly fine. If you want to set it that high, that's great. But you better have a plan to get to that million dollars. Don't just say it and then hope you you get there or hope something falls in your lap. How are you going to do it? Write it down. Map it out. Build a pyramid. Something. Something to help, help you hold yourself accountable. And that, again, this doesn't have to be PDR related. It can be your physical self. It can be something to do with your family. You know, if you want to buy a new car, materialistics doesn't, it doesn't bother me if everybody, if you have, if you want to be a materialistic, that's fine. But as long as you're challenging yourself, because the main thing I guess is at the end of the day, did you challenge yourself? Because a lot of it's self-discipline. That's what it is. A lot of it's self-discipline. You know, we all want to make this choice or spend that much money or, or do this or do that. But you do have to have some self-discipline if you want to achieve your goals. And I probably won't be, obviously, it'll be another podcast after the new year. So I want to wish you all a very happy new year. I hope you had a great Christmas, by the way. So I probably didn't get to say that much, that much, that early already in the podcast. But I hope you had a great Christmas. 
And I really, really hope you have a blessed 2020 because it's going to be, I personally think, an interesting year. It's 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 funny, man. This 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 year went by so freaking fast. And me personally, that's why I make I'm making my own goal is to slow down for me personally because I I'd like to slow to smell the smell the roses once in a while. When you get into your 30s, you know you're just kind of finding yourself. I would say mid 30s, man, you're off to the races. And next thing you know, you're 45. You're like, holy crap. Your kids are halfway grown, if not all the way grown. And you're like, holy crap, what happened to everything? Work is great. I just, I just wish I could have slowed down a little bit more. And this year, 2020, I'm going to be very, more productive, but not as busy. If that makes more sense. More productive, but not as busy. So I've got a lot of good plans. John and I have got a plan of attack. We've got a lot of good goals for Dent Trainer. We got to, we're building a new website. We're excited about that. And we just, we're, just, we're just excited. Dent Time is thriving, doing well. And listen, I'm not, I'm not bragging here, guys. I'm just, I'm just saying when I'm trying, and I don't mean to think that. I don't, I'm like, I don't want you to think that at all. Okay, if I come across that, I deeply apologize because that's not what it's about. It's about because I worked really hard in the beginning. I was, let me tell you something. I was from 2001 because I remember when 2001 came out, I was behind the computer from the moment I got home doing dents. I was like, what time did I get home? Probably like six, seven o'clock. I was single with my with Mary at the time. We were um, together. We were, you know, obviously boyfriend and girlfriend. We'd have dinner. I'd come home, and we would, I would just go to work from nine o'clock at night till about one, two o'clock in the morning, just writing blogs, um, trying to see, like, visualizing my new website I was going to have, meeting with my webmaster. I was constantly trying to learn how to do things i wasn't had no idea how to do social media no idea to write a blog no idea to do how to do a build a website no clue on seo i was ground zero and that's what i'm trying to say it ain't too late for anybody to to want to get out there and learn be proud of where you're at and most of you who are, who are coming into this business right now are way ahead than anybody could possibly be. So get out there and attack. Get hungry. Be passionate about what you want to do and achieve those goals for 2020. Okay? So let's talk about this next segment. Let's talk about the ladies. Are women... Are they actually, can actually do dents as good as men, if not better? So before I completely answer that question, I had the privilege to train not one, not two, but three women 
at the same time. Now, this was advanced training. This wasn't square. This wasn't like right square one. However, however, let me give you some of the background here, okay? And then I've actually interviewed them, and you'll hear that. And I did that part live last week, and some of you already heard that. Maybe half of you here, my, I don't know, maybe most. Some, a lot of you guys do follow me on my Dent Time page, and it was on there. And I am starting to do more, more live segments. I wouldn't say the whole podcast, but segments, parts of my segments that are live, and that was one of them. So going back, my friend now, which is used to be my student two years ago, Ray Gonzalez out of Las Vegas called Dent Effect, A-F-F-E-C-T dot com. Dent, D-E-N-T, A-F-F-E-C-T dot com. He got into it. Now, his friend, Jason, who you may know, his best friend from Dent Lion, Jason Huddleston, referred him to come see me. This was a month after Jason already went. Well, Jason, him and Jason already decided that they were going to go do PDR. Apparently, they both wanted to go together. Jason said, no, it's not a good idea you come with me because you, we may not, we might have too good of a time and not really learn anything. So Jason went first and Ray came after. Um, and it was obviously a, a great training experience for both of them and that's me as well. So Ray doing his thing. And his wife goes with him everywhere. So his wife starts helping him start glue pulling, Irma Linda. And he's telling me, hey, you know what, Mike, Irma Linda, she's good at glue pulling, really good at glue pulling. He, she helps me. She pulls, and then I tap. She pulls, and I tap. And the next thing you know, now she's tapping, and she can take dents out. She can take all kinds of dents out. But she's really good at glue pulling, but she's not so good at pushing yet. I said, okay, yeah, that's pretty understandable. I get it. And so I guess, uh, what, six months ago along? Eight months? I can't remember how long. Maybe a year, almost a year or so. And he says, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, my daughter's coming back from Alaska. I think I'm going to train her. And next thing you know, he said he was training her. And then the other daughter came and he trained her. And he was pretty much had an all-woman team except himself going to his lot and going to retail. But he said, Mike, I, I'm just, you know, they, they need some help on finishing. I said, okay, no problem. And we met up again at MTE Las Vegas. He goes, Mike, I really want you to tra I train them. When can we set a date? And so we set it up for December. But meanwhile, before I was training, going to train them, I, I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. I go, Ray, I've never trained women. It would be awesome to train not just, you know, one, but three would be great. He goes, oh, man, I, I got to warn you, though, man, you're going to have three ladies. They're kind of crazy. And I said, no problem, no problem. So anyways, he, he was joking, but he wasn't. You know what I mean? So... It was, it was one of those, man. So, but me, but what I was doing is I had a chance because I met them both or all three of them. 
at MTE. I've, I've known Irma Linda. I already knew her, his raised wife. Super nice, super nice lady. Um, but I was watching the girls just to see. And they didn't really realize I was watching them. But they were watching the Dental Olympics like, like it was white on rice. You know, white on rice. It was... They could not take their eyes off of what those guys were doing. Anytime they had a chance somebody watching somebody push, they would do it. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna show off to see if you know, see if Mike's watching me, so I'm gonna act like I'm looking. It wasn't like that. They didn't know that. I was kind of just stand off in the back, watching them see how they how they were. They were asking questions. They they weren't bored, they weren't rolling their eyes, they didn't look like they were wait like couldn't wait to get out of there. They were there in the moment. So I was like even more excited. I was like, wow. I go, Ray, I, I really think, I think this is going to be, this will work out. Uh, I, I'm really excited because your girls, your daughters, man, they look like they're really into it. He's like, look, dude, I'm telling you right now, they're going to be better than me. I said, okay, all right, let's see. So, So training date, training time came December 16th, which is not that long ago, right? You're listening to this, what is about 10 yet, 10 days ago from the, from the date this podcast came out. First day they come and I go, okay, let's see what, what this is about. Let's, let's see how them push. Now, Ray told me that they can get a dent out. The sharp ones, they have a hard time. So. There was no holding back. We got the we got the rental car. We had an aluminum hood on the aluminum on the uh, rental car, and we had steel doors, high strength steel doors on a Nissan Altima. What do I do? First thing I do, take a like a plastic sharp point, put on one of my end of my blending hammers, and smack whack it really deep. All for all three ladies. One in the aluminum, two on the doors. First day, I was, my impression was, they are way better than I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to be showing it up, totally not, not, not sure what they're doing. They did exactly what Ray was telling me. They can get all the way to about 90%. And at this point, it either goes better or worse. And guess what, everybody? It wasn't worse. They just, and we all know this, they just didn't want to mess it up any further. They were scared. I call it the twilight zone because when you're into that center, the center doesn't want you to do, it doesn't want you to know that you're in the right spot. It makes you completely doubt that you're actually in the right area. And that's what I had to let the ladies know. And I have to, and that's not just the lady thing too. That's what's so crazy is that you guys will all relate to what I'm saying. It's not a lady thing because dents, they don't discriminate. They don't care if it's you're a man or a woman. They don't care. Deep pits don't care. Either you know how to open it up, make it shallow and then hit that center so it's more easier for you to identify your tip and easier for you to push because you don't have to be as 
as accurate. So that's my whole point. I was trying to help them understand that very same technique I'm explaining right now. And it takes a while to build that trust in your, uh, your abilities. The cool, crazy thing about it is they see every high spot. They weren't mistapping. They weren't mispushing. They just were timid, intimidated about that center at the end as everyone else is. Here's another thing too I would have had to help them understand and it might help you as well is that your first 10 pushes are the most crucial in your repair. If you don't have, if you're not completely in the moment, aware, fully conscious about your pushes, about your reflection setup, about the tooltip you're going to push with, about how you're going to knock down afterwards, believe me, you're going to be adding way more time, if not making it worse in the middle of the repair and definitely after. But what I gathered with the ladies is that they are really good listeners, really passionate about it. And I couldn't have asked for anything better for a student. That's how it was, how well it went. Now, don't get me wrong. They had their moments where they were frustrated, where they were sighing. Mel, uh, Mel, uh, I'm not, Irma Linda, which is the mom, Ray's wife, not one complaint. Ever. She just went for it, did it, listened. Mo, which was the youngest, passionate. Like, had a good attitude, was was like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this. This I want to do this. So she was just like in it. Matter of fact, I was like, I tried to wave my hand in front of her. She didn't even see it. That's how concentrated she was. And she said, I didn't say that, but I'm telling you, she didn't move. Mel, which is the oldest daughter, again, another passionate woman, has more emotion. I would say her and I, part as a PDR, she's more closer to my personality as a PDR tech because she's super passionate. I wouldn't say she was cussing at the, at the dent, at least not out loud. But she was sighing. She was, you know, had to get off the dent. And she knew how to really handle the dent. But I could see at the end she was consistently getting better and better. And she was trusting her pushes, opening it up. All of them were doing that. So if you ask me, can a woman push just as good as a man? Hell Yes. Without a doubt. And I did have doubts. Because, again, it's all about everything I said about physical, about leverage and all that stuff. Man, the boy, does that matter more than anything in the whole world. You've got to have leverage. Another thing, too, is like Irma Linda was, which is the mom, was pushing 
more, I have to say much, she was twisting the tool more than she was pushing. And that's the great thing about PDR training, right? When you see, when you go for advanced training, you get, you get another outside opinion, not opinion, but you get another look at someone who's watching you. It's kind of like your golf swing. When you have another pro looking at you, they're making adjustments to help you swing better. That's the same thing with advanced PDR training. I'm looking at her swing, right? Her PDR push. And she was on the dent every single time at the end. Boom, getting ready to put it to sleep. And she would slide right off the dent. What did that tell me? That told me that she wasn't pushing well enough more. She was, you all know who are good PDR techs out there who understand, or maybe hey, you guys are listening and that you're, you're wondering why you're doing the same thing. Try pushing the tool more towards the inside, like the seat area, and then slightly twist. Everyone thinks it's more of a twist. It's not. It's both. And sometimes more pushing than twisting. Because when you twist more than you push, you slide. The tip misses the center. Or even worse, snail trail, which means slipping and making a high spot. That's a tech tip. Anytime that you see your tool slipping or you snail trail, that told you right away, hey, you didn't push more than you twisted. Or your extension or your heel of your tool isn't long enough. So you need to add, make it, make it the heel, the, the tip should be longer. So if you do want to twist, it's not going to slide. But again, you still have to push more than you twist. If that's the thing that I tell people right off the bat when they are learning from me coming into PDR training is that you have to do that. You can't teach that on video though because you don't you think, man, I didn't know I had to push that hard. I didn't, had no idea. I thought I would go right through the skin if I had to push that hard. Or better yet, know when to switch tips. What tap down to use. All that is super crucial. Let me tell you folks, tapping down is the most crucial thing about finishing. You don't tap down that center right. You are you're gonna have to be the best pusher in the world. I mean, you're gonna have to be such perfect. Because if you're not, you're only going to make more dimples, high spots, crack marks, pock marks. You're going to do everything but get that center out because that center is so tight around the border or the rim of the pit. It's impossible, almost impossible to push that out without knocking that down and having it become more shallow, if you know what I mean. That's what we went through. We went through all week with that, and they got better, and they got better. Were they consistent at getting it? Hell no, no. They weren't consistent yet. They were getting consistent. I believe they know that they, if they had another week with me, 
they would have been way more consistent. But that one week made a huge difference because there were times where they did get it out and then I would do another one and they would couldn't get it out and they would do another one. They'd get it out and then get it out and then have a hard time another one. But guess what? Every single time they couldn't get that one out, it helped them get the one that they could get out. They were learning. And folks, if you ever watched any of those live videos I was doing, you could see the depth, how deep that sharp, how sharp those pits were. Any veteran tech, I don't care your experience, you would still say that was pretty challenging. It's not easy. Because either you get it out or you don't. That's how it goes with those kind of dents. As much as we think that just because you're a five-year tech or you're a 10-year tech or you're a 20-year tech, you're like, oh, man, all those guys can finish. No, they can't. Not every tech can do that. I, I don't, I'm going to tell you that. I don't care how long you've been in this business. Don't assume that just because a tech is 10 years or, or higher that they can consistently finish. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's a false statement. That's a false way to think. We all assume because we all now, most of us think that we're a pretty good tech, right? And if you know how to finish, it's easy to think that everyone else can do the same thing. Until you start seeing consistently the work. <clears throat> yeah, so don't don't have me on any hell jobs, dude. So <laughs> I'm serious though. Um but all kidding aside, can women push just as good as any any man? Hell yes. And that is something I want to apologize and give you guys my you ladies out there give you some mad mad respect because I never said publicly that you ladies couldn't do what we could do. Okay, never said that. Did I have doubts? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I shouldn't because I'm a trainer, right? But I never had the opportunity to see for myself how driven women can be. And I don't mean, and I'm not trying to be six, uh, sexist either. Okay, so I'm 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 giving you my honest opinion about what I think. And I would hire any of those women personally on my team. No doubt about it. Sec, no second guessing. I would recommend any of those women if somebody was looking to hire one of those women. Or if they were, if they wanted to go somewhere else, matter of fact, I would vouch for them without a doubt. That's how much passion. That's how I know they're going to be fantastic techs, and they're going to do awesome. So keep an eye on those ladies. They are doing well. Matter of fact, we're going to get into their podcast. We're going to get into their interview. I'm going to set this up for you guys. I was doing this segment, this part that you're about to hear live. So if you hear me talking to people uh, that you're like, Who, who's he talking to? I was had a segment live on my Dent Time page, and there were people, there were people interacting. So I just wanted to set set the set the scene for you, so you understand what the hell's going on in this part of the podcast. So let's get right into it. Without any further ado, here's the three ladies from Dent Effect, Mel. Irma, Linda, and Mo. All right, we'll wait for some people to come on here. 
So we are um, getting ready. You won't see me. You guys see me tons of times in this uh, in this uh, podcast. Right there. There I am. So we've got uh, uh, here Korea. That's Aaron from Korea. We got Ryan Shut. What's up, Ryan? What's up, Aaron? Um, Scotto. What's up, Scotto? Phil, that's a past student right there. He said, what's up, girls? Hello. Hello. Okay. We're squished in here. See? I'm like, I'm, I don't want to be like, I'll be like this, but I, I mean, I don't want to hog everything up. You don't need to see me, right, guys? And partial ladies. Okay, so we've got the girls from Dent Effect. Okay, Dent Effect out of Las Vegas. Why don't you introduce yourself, starting right over here from Mo. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Mo. Mo. <laughs> Mo. All right. Okay, we'll get to the training. I'm Melinda. I'm Melinda Gonzalez. I'm Melissa Elliott. Good. I like how you sound. Get into the microphone, ladies, okay? Sound just like your sister, please. <laughs> this is an, a podcast here. It's a segment that we're going to do. So we're at the fifth day, of, the end of our training, the fifth day. Um, let's let's little get a little bit of background about you, about you ladies. Let's start with you, Irma Linda, because you're the first one to come on. You know, I give 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 some background how you got into it and exactly how you got into it. Well, um, in September 2017, you trained my husband Ray Gonzalez from Denefect, and he came to Vegas and started doing PDR. I went out with him for about maybe, I think, three months or so, mm -hmm. and I was selfish. I didn't want to go back to work for somebody, so I told him I wanted him to train me, mm -hmm. so I started training, and now I'm loving it. Love I know. pushing. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do it. That's fantastic. Now, and then how did the rest of the team build? Like, And then Melissa came down, our oldest. From Alaska. From Alaska, Alaska. Yeah. Hey, you have a podcast voice. You know that? Oh, Everybody says, I got a podcast voice. <laughs> all right. Okay. And so you came from, all of you guys came from, moved from Alaska, right? Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So, and, what, and so, Melissa, what gave you like, okay, mom's doing it, dad's doing it. What made you give you the incentive that like, that you think you could do it? My dad said I could do it. So he brought me on and I was able to do it. All right, all right, and then all of a sudden, this little one right here, okay, go ahead, Mo, tell your story. Story <laughs> short, I said they all can do it, so I can do it too. Nice. And that's where I am right now. I'm here. Okay, so let me get in the shot here. So just wanted to give you guys a heads up. These women here are tenacious, okay? They, they go after it. They don't complain. They do it. Uh, matter of fact, I, I think I have to take, well, Mel takes some breaks here and there. You, you take my advice, but this one I have to pull her off and Irma Linda just stays on it constantly. Not saying it's not like everyone has their own ways of doing PDR, but I'm going to tell you right now their way of doing it and trying to learn and get just trying to suck up everything they can is just tremendous. And I just want to say congratulations and really one of them, and I'm not saying it to hype up, guys, and not because they're pretty and not because they're ladies. I'm, I'm dead serious. I will put them against any guy that 
will go after a deep dent. They will go after it. They don't care a crap what it is. Their, 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 their persistence and their passion for it is unlike anything. I would hire any of you anytime, any day. Honestly, I really would. And so I just want to say congrats. Even though these two got, or these two got two more days. I mean, one more day, sorry. And you're out of here. So she's a quitter. No, <laughs> you're not a quitter. <laughs> Never. Never she's quit. Get that last day. Hey, if you don't mind, let's call call you while we're talking. Call call Ray. See see if you can get him on the phone. So, and we're gonna call Ray from from Dent Effect. And let why why we if, if he gets on there. Let's see if he gets on there. Yeah, you just dial. See if you can get him on there. He should be on. How come he's not coming on? Oh, he's not on. Hang up for a second. Technical difficulties. I will call him. I will call him. Um, see if I can get here. Yeah. Get that on there. Da -da -da. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to get here. Um, <laughs> tell Ray. Tell Ray. Just tell him to call him back. Um, sorry, guys. This is live, so I am uh, just doing this on the spot. We're going to talk about the next part. We're going to talk about. Hi, you reach Ray with. He's, try, he's trying to call her. Um, we'll call te text them and tell them we're going to call in five minutes here. Okay, so what, what I'm going to say, ask you, Mo, is what's the hardest part about learning paintless dam repair? Now, let's, let's give him some, let, let, hold on a second. How many, how many months have you been doing PDR now? About seven months. And you, Mel? It's been a year and a little bit of change. Okay. You, Irma Linda? Um, in February, it's going to be two years. February, two years. February, two years. Okay. So what's been the biggest challenge? And we'll start with you, Mo. Biggest challenge for me is pushing and figuring out how hard to push mm -hmm. and when to stop pushing. When, yes. Well, I don't think, no, hold on a second. Did you hear that? Her problem is when to stop pushing. Did you guys hear that? Shoot. I'm a light pusher. Sorry. Okay. Need to figure out. And we'll talk I about some of the things that they're going through. That the adjustments. I'm going to talk about the adjustments that they just need. And you're going to just going to go, holy crap! Really? That's the adjustments they need. So I'll, I will get to that. Irma Linda, what's your, what's your, is the same thing or what is it? Um, mine is the finish on it. The finish that I can't. Yeah. Complete the dent. Mel. Just figuring out the dent, trying to figure out what tool you need and how hard of a push you push, and yeah, that's the, the line board for me. Like, don't, oh, don't please don't even mention. Look, look at these guys; you know, going to charm yeah. in about. They're going to chat. That's why. Okay, <laughs> hold your friggin'. I'm going to do that Nancy. What's that Nancy thing? What did you see that when she was at the Senate and everyone was like, and she goes, she goes like this, <laughs> <laughs> quiet. Um, I think. I think one of the one of the things I was watching you ladies do is um, hold on before I before I get into the analysts, okay? And I'm not going to analyze you guys right on the spot. I'm going to say minor things that what's been happening with these ladies. But do uh, give me some stories like what happens when you go to customers' houses? Or Ray told me he gave me this story that, or you, I think you t mentioned it to to me too as well. Is that Ray was calling the lady, uh, calling the customer, and says, "Hey." 
Irma Linda and Mel is going to be there in a little bit. And all of a sudden they said, oh, no, no, cancel my appointment. So what was that about? Because uh, we're ladies. We're women. Yeah, but it wasn't. A, it was a woman, she though, right? She didn't want us Correct. to come because we were women. And yeah. we were literally like almost we were there. like three minutes away from yeah. our house, too. <laughs> now, what? okay, and what happens with um, when a scenario when they don't, they don't know who's coming and then they, and then all of a sudden women are, are, are show up and say, I'm here to do your dance. I mean, how does that, how does that go? Some really surprised. Really surprised. Some really? are actually they're happy. Actually happy. Yeah. They're like, oh, wow. Some it's feel more comfortable. Others don't feel comfortable. <laughs> and then you get some guys that don't want a female working on their car. Do you guys, does that hurt? I mean, does that hurt your feelings? Does it give you more, like, like more motivation? Or what, what does that do, Mo? What do you it think? definitely does because I don't think you should be like, oh, well, she can't do it because she's a female. I think we can do everything we put our mind to, you know? Like, I just want to be the best at what, I, what I'm passionate at, you know? And yeah. this is what I'm passionate at. And I want to be up there, you know? I want to be able to be like you, you know, push as much as you get out, all the dents that you get out, but it shouldn't matter because I'm a female, you know? Yeah. I'm telling you guys and ga- girls out there, look at that, getting some thumbs up. You hear that? You hear that? You can't, listen, you can't teach passion. You can't teach passion, okay? You can, you can explain it, but it's either somebody has it or they don't, and these ladies do, Okay. That, that's that's how it rolls okay um I, I i don't know what to say i mean i i, I first of all i've never trained one woman i've always wanted to i wanted the opportunity to do it we drove him crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah he may not train any women after us but Good if luck, you ever lady. train a woman like make sure they bring their own tools and no i'm just kidding like look it's been it's been it's been fun I don't mean, let it be family yeah, I'm definitely. We are broken in, man. We are like we're he we're cussing. Gets, we're we're eating garlic around each other. Man, we're we're he you know. Here's it all. Yeah, yeah. We are we we're we're, we're good family here. So, um, so I mean, what, what what's your expectations here? Are you guys planning to do grow your team even more, or what, what's what, what's going on? I mean, like I I can't I can't believe it's one woman, not let alone three, and they're all family, mother and two daughters. You must be pretty proud, too. I am. I'm very proud of them. Yep. Especially this one over here, because she, she was a stay-at-home mom for a while and yeah. got her out. And yeah. she really enjoys doing what she does. Mo, I, I knew she would, because she's really into focus and artistic. So she has that. She, she loves to draw. Yeah. I used to. The personalities I deal with between you three is just, you know, Irma Linda, you just like, you just like, you have one, like you're a stormtrooper through the whole thing, you know, not you just attack it and you go for it and you try and you try and there's not one peep or a sigh out of anybody between you three. Okay. Mel, Mel's probably got the most emotion over there on the end. (laughs) You're like me though, Mel. I mean, because yeah, right. I mean, know, we sometimes I gotta just we get let pissed off at the dance, right? Out. I mean, we it's it's it is it's if it's you're not, not easy. That's passion too, right there. So that's yeah. that's your passion. I don't give up. No, I just no. walk away, come back. No, it is it is 
I, I anybody have any questions here? Because I want to see if I see anybody commenting here. Okay. Oh, there are some questions. I, I didn't even see here. Um, great job, Mike. That's uh, Cliff, Cliff Ramadan. He's with. Um, he goes over there and does with Stanliner stuff. And this is uh, another past student. That's Chris. Rapid paintless dent removal. Don't lie, Scott. Oh, <laughs> Teacher fog. Uh, see, they're already talking about that earlier. All right, Scotto, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So, fog. if you guys have some questions, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, they'll read them here too. So let's get Ray. Let's get Ray on the phone. Okay, I want to talk about what he's been saying here. Mm -hmm. See what he's gonna say. Dun, dun, dun. This is at my shop here, so it might be a little louder in the background. Mike, Ray, Ray, how you doing, brother? Yeah, you live on on face face uh, face uh, Dent Time Facebook and in yeah. my podcast, dude. You ready? Yeah. All right. Can you a can you, give me a thumbs up, everybody, if you can hear Ray? Okay. Please, uh, please do. Go ahead and do test one, two, three, Ray. Test one, two, three, one, two, three. Set a hip, hop, <laughs> hip, hop. <laughs> okay. You guys should be able to hear him. Hopefully, you do hear him. Um, do you guys hear Ray? Uh, you can tell their yeah their passion. Okay, I'm getting thumbs up and loves. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Ray. So we got into what they're doing. We even got into a, a part where you know you sent these ladies to a job and and someone turned them down. Said no, they don't don't send them. Cancel my appointment. I mean, how, what did you feel about that, Ray? Um, I, I get it two ways, Mike. Um, one, uh, I wanted to elaborate on on kind of what you're saying sometimes they'll show up and know and people will call me and be like hey um there's women here to fix my car like okay that's okay like yeah that's okay you know and we've had people that that have said um you know i'll send them a text and i'll say hey you know irma linda or melissa is your technician for today they should be there at such and such a time and we've had people that just cancel, like, I'm out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as a company, uh, it, it hurts me because what that says is that I have to hire people or have people that fit a demographic group. Like, I can't hire just anybody. Um, but two, I think it's extremely close-minded because they're obviously very good and they can do the job and, you know, you know, that – the idea that only men can fix cars is 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 a thing of the past. Yeah, I agree. I mean, listen, I didn't know how. When you said okay, all right, Mike. I, when you met uh, met we met when we saw each other again at MTE, and yep. I think Mel was with you. I remember that. Yeah, yep. I was at Orlando, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. that was me. And you said, "Hey, Mike, I'm thinking. You know, Mel's been training with me. I was like, really." I was like, yeah. You go, yeah. And she's thinking about like coming with you and our, and training. I don't know how that went. And then I looked. And I was like, hmm, okay, all right. I thought it was like, okay, well, I'm not sure if this is going to work out because I'm not sure how good she would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when we saw each other at Las Vegas, you had the whole crew there. Yeah. Of course, right? Yeah. And so that was my opportunity to really kind of analyze them because I really like to see you know, who I'm training and how passionate they are, like how much they want to learn. Sure. They could, 
I don't. I think they freaking. If they could go around the barrier of watch the dental Olympics, I think those they, they would all be on their shoulders of those guys watching right. them fix their dents. I mean, they're locked in at more than anybody I've ever seen over there at all. Right. And then I started looking at the other people, see how how much everyone's paying attention. There were people paying attention, but not as focused as watching people do a dent. You know. Yes. And I looked at you, and I came back to you, and I said, "Dude, yeah." I would train them. I would definitely want to. I, I look forward to training them. And right. when they came here, it was, it's, it's awesome, man. I mean, it's, it's really, it, it's, it's something to say, training you ladies, when, you know, I don't have to, to, tell, to motivate you through, through the repairs. Right. You know what I mean? I, didn't yeah. have to, I don't have to motivate them. I mean, that, that yeah. job's done. They see the high. They see the low. There's just minor corrections now, you know, of perfecting I, it. Uh, on a daily basis, I find it, um, and, and, and when you talk about having, you know, man, that's, I wish we all had that problem. Like, you know, like, like when you, when you talk about, I just want to get it right. Like, 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 you know, when you talk about people that, that companies that hire people and they say things like, you know, it's hard to find good people. You know, yeah. you hear that all the time. Like, I, like I can't find good people, you know, to fill this job. And and on a daily basis, you know, they'll say, Ray, you know, dad, mom, you know, whatever. And they'll say, hey, I, I want this to be better. I'm just not sure how to get it there. Like, like they don't want ever want to quit until they get it right. And that's, uh, you know, I, I can't like I teach said, that. You, yeah, you can't teach that. You can't teach that. Yeah. I asked yeah. Mo, I said, okay, Mo, you want to get something else? No, no, I want to work this, right? He said, I want to yeah. work this. I want to learn how to do this. I want to get it. And she, yep. what'd you tell me on the way on here of the car? You said, if I can't get this part, what am I going to do? You, you, come on, tell me what you said. I said, if I can't get this done out, how would I go about getting something else out? Like, I don't want to move on to something else and then not be knowing how to do that dent that I did before. So it's just... I guess I would rather know how to do the dent and then move on to something else that I don't know how to do so that I can focus on that rather than being like, oh, back and forth. And then I can actually understand what I did wrong. So That's, that's freaking awesome. My wife, for some reason, I don't know. I, she, and she never knows I'm live, but she'll call every <laughs> single time. I don't know what it is. Every single time. So... Um, like I said, Mo, like I said, you can't teach that. And then Irma Linda. So what are you guys looking to, um, what are you looking forward to when you go back home? I'm looking forward to being able to go out and have confidence and a repair. So that way my husband Ray doesn't have to always go out and fix the dance. He could send me or the girls out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's the training been, uh, Mel? Don't be buttercupping it, man. It's, tell me, tell me, tell everybody what, like, what it, it, it was like. I thought it was going to be really, really hard. I mean, we have a great teacher. Um, it wasn't easy, um, but I'm learning a lot that I didn't know as far as how to push, how hard to push, all that great stuff. Um, and now I could go out there and just know that I could get it out myself. Absolutely. Listen, I want to show you how to tell you guys, explain, and Ray, to you too, because I don't think I've said this to you, but look, are you still there with me, Ray? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. 
they are so like they just need fine tuning. There's like Mo just needs to hit harder here and there. Okay, she needs to push harder. Um, same with same with uh, Mel. Mel's like, I, actually, I just I just can't get it. Yeah, you can't. Like it's you're right there. You know what I mean? It, it, they see the low, they see the high. <laughs> That's usually the problem for most people is that they can't see it or they don't know how to open it up. Irma Linda's yeah. got the best reset I've ever seen anybody do. Like she can reset a dent, give herself another chance, super clean, and just do and start up and get and go from where she left off and not make it messy. These women do not make the repairs worse. They do not. They just have challenges, little hiccups here and there. And it's, it's just funny. a matter of time now. It's just a matter it, of time. So. It's funny you would say that, Mike, because uh, when they're here and, you know, we're working live and they'll call me over and I'll look at, at, at what they're calling me over for. And I'll be like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. And, <laughs> and they'll be like, and they'll be like, what? I'm like, you're three taps away from finishing that. Are you kidding me right now? Are you just messing with me? And they'll be like, no, I can't get it. I'm like, of course you can get it. Just hit the thing down. And they'll be like, show me. Yeah. And I'll go, pop, pop, pop. Move on to the next one. Like, really, literally that close. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I Ray, I just, you know, first of all, ladies, we got I got two more days with the two here on over on the right of the screen on my left. One more day. Okay. You, you one more day. You're done. No, done. No, no. She's no, done. So. I said oh, one, one more day. day. Okay, I wow. thought you said most. Yeah. So you sound like yeah, almost. No. Two, I mean, no, you're more softer. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what we do right here. <laughs> hey, it was uh, Don Cavanaugh. We got some all stars on here. Scotto, <laughs> that will come overnight. I give them less than a month after this training, and they will double their their speed. Yeah, that's I, I I agree with Scotto. One hundo, one hundo. Yeah. You're that that close i mean it's just it all of a sudden it just goes on like a lightning bolt boom and then like shit man i got it and, and it was great to be there to visit when i came over to see how they were progressing yeah and uh it you know i i could see the confidence uh grow like um the, the way that i want to describe it is is you know uh well, i'll you know, show you i'll tell quite, you how it is you've yeah. seen george jefferson walk yeah, that's they, right. They, they come walking in with the arms swinging. Da, 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 da. Huh? That's Mel. Yeah. She came in one day. She was walking like George Jefferson in here. So yeah, that's right. So yeah. Well, listen, Ray. I want to. I want to tell you thank you very much. And hey, man, uh, I'm. Re I really feel really humbled for the opportunity that you you sent these ladies to me. I mean, it really helped set a milestone. Something that's for not only for myself, but helped me be a part of their success. So thank you very yep. much. No, thank you for training them. It was, uh, there was nobody else in line, just so you know. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to say thank you as yes, well. Thank yeah, you, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So I, I couldn't have asked for a more passionate uh, type of students. You know, and, and you being a woman has nothing to do with it, even though I don't want to say I'm not surprised because I am. I really am. But. I am, I'm just I'm just humbled by the whole thing. It really was awesome. I think any person in the whole world that would get a chance to work with you beyond in your career, they're they're gonna they're gonna go wow. Those women really, they they definitely deserve to be in this industry. No doubt about it. So congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, so we're gonna end it on that note. Ray, thanks a lot for joining us. 
Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank everybody. you. Ladies, keep pushing. Bye, Everyone out there, have a great Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. everybody out there. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in uh, and listening to the rest of our segment and podcast. And Bye. if you missed this, it will be on there Bye. next Thursday. <laughs> Take care. All right, real quick, I want to guys give you guys an update before I bring the wifey on. I want to give you an update about that transparency insurance. Uh, I still don't have him physically. Oh, well, let me take that back. I didn't get a chance to do an interview, obviously, because of the holidays that are coming up. However, I did get a chance to talk to him briefly about the facts. So he's saying it's $75 up to a four inch dent and um, up to a, or up to, I mean, and a thousand dollar allowance up to that term, whatever comes first. And it's $189 buy-in for the customer. Uh, at this point, personally, it's still not, it's still it's not enticing for me. And I had real, and another thing is I had somebody contact me says, well, I'm first starting out. I think this might be a good deal for me. Um, and my reply to him, well, you're really not doing yourself any favor because you're conditioning yourself to think that that's, that's how you should buy in is low, low cost to the customer. And you really, you're not showing any value to the customer when you let them buy in that low. I'm this is based on what the facts I have right now in my opinion we'll get him on if we can uh, he said he will come on um so his name was Ray and hopefully we get him on within the next podcast or two so I know it's a very busy time right now so probably after the dust settles sometime I would say mid January something like that so thanks for uh, uh keeping in touch and listening and I'll keep you up to date as well so the wifey is here waiting in the midst. Got back from the Philippines, Mama, for the 23rd. Is that correct? Yes. That was like, what is what is today, Zad? Oh, no, actually, yeah, that was like um, Monday. Yeah, that was the 23rd. Mm-hmm. I lost track of time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, how do you, I don't know, I, I thought you'd be out of it right now. I'd be like, I don't know, what do you call it, jet lag? Jet lag, yeah. I am a little, but I don't think about that. I always think about other stuff, like positive things. Yeah, okay. Mind yeah. over power. I'm positive, too. I'm positive I want to go to sleep. <laughs> positive I want to get some rest. You read a book to Gabby and you fell asleep first. That is true. <laughs> my daughter says, Dad, I have to read. I have to practice my reading. She said, okay, I want to read you a story. I said, okay, go ahead. And she read me a story and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> then I fell. Then I tried to read her story one night, and I fell asleep again. So before anyways, her, I'm I just yeah, when I'm in the bed, it's over like Rover. All right, mom. So you went to the Philippines. We're doing a follow up, and we did a little vlog on this. Or you did a vlog. Mm-hmm. Did an extra job on it, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank I was you. I was like, please. Besides the furry thing <laughs> in the, in, I, I I gave her this this fuzzy thing. Yeah, it's called the you know it's called the uh, wind muff. Or, you know, for the microphone, yeah. right? And <laughs> unfortunately, it kept dripping in the front of the screen. Uh, it's not her fault, I mean, but she didn't know it was removable. Well, no, so. no, no. Here's the thing I knew it keeps moving, so I keep like fixing it, 
But then I didn't want to remove it because I'm like, well, there's a thing to this, you know? Well, I did get a compliment from a stranger. He was looking at my camera. He said, nice camera. What kind of camera is it? And I said, it's not a camera. It's a GoPro. Oh, what is that fuzzy thing? I said, oh, it's a microphone with, you know, my husband has all these gadgets. <laughs> Another name for it is called dead cat. But so if you say that, some people might think it really is a dead cat. <laughs> but anyways, um, so you went to the Philippines. You 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 went to, uh, what, what would you call that? Orphanage? Is that what you say? Yeah. It's, right. it's the orphanage. And the name of the orphanage is um, Faith Faith. Hope, Love, Kids Ranch. Okay, we'll sum this up just in case you're jumping into this podcast. You have no idea why my wife is on this and what this what this topic is about. It's about, uh, she had this idea that uh, you can jump in anytime, Mom. So, and I call her Mom because she's my wife and we have Mom and kids and stuff like that. So, Mom and Dad. Um, you had this idea instead of doing a toy drive, which we're thinking about doing. And I think... Another thing, we'll get to that too, but a lot of people are actually doing this now. Instead of fixing dents, they're doing a toy drive, mm -hmm. and you can donate money to mm -hmm. the cause. Mm -hmm. And they're not having any more physical dents being done. They just... Doing a toy drive. Yeah, doing a toy drive. Okay. So, so, so you, instead of that, you decide, let's put some shirts out there and eat, sleep, push, dents, repeat. And it did fantastic, did well. All the proceeds went to this orphanage in the Philippines, and you made a trip out there to donate that money. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, when we were thinking about the toy drive, <clears throat> I was thinking of um, I want to save some folks from coming to our town, you know, because everyone's busy, and then doing, like, pushing dance, because I know some people are already going to um, donate some money. But then what I figured, so, ev you know, it'll save everyone some um, time as well as, um, you know, we're all busy. I understand that. Mike and I are busy. So I figured I'll save people some time to, you know, even though a lot of people like DK have already, you know, voiced it out to, Don to me. Yeah, Don Kavanaugh voiced it out to me. Mary, if you do a toy drive, uh, you know, I don't mind coming out. But I figured, hey, I want to do something that it's going to give back to the PDR industry, you know, like, a, you know, our community, give, give them something. And then at the same time, whatever comes out of it is also going to help, you know, someone or some people. So that's why I figured, okay, I'm going to go sell a shirt, you know, some shirts, and then whatever the um, profits, what, that's what we're going to donate to the um, the this um orphanage, orphanage. Yeah. exactly what i didn't mean i was just touching you because i'm touching you you know my, my, my wife <laughs> i was like touching you because you know because you're my wife that's all no i don't know if you're sending me a message of something no no and it's like if i do i have the only power me. to edit my <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen not touching her like in a sexual way <laughs> no he was like tapping me like i thought yeah. he was sending me a message like i said something no i accidentally actually accidentally did that anyways so going back to the orphanage so you go you take the trip to to the philippines yeah right? i had to take the trip to the philippines because there's two there's two things since this is the first time i'm doing this i actually want to make sure the money goes to the you know to the um cost that i wanted to go and to. you wanted to check it out personally 
Well, I didn't know how it works because this is the first time we're doing it. But I do know that I want to help a bunch of kids. And then, you know, what way to, do, you know, to actually do it, you know, like help out an orphanage. And then I also wanted to do, you know, like, you know, rather than over here, it's like in the Philippines, because I have seen so much that I know somewhere out there could use it a lot. I'm not saying that we can't use it over no. here, but I'm yeah. just saying that somewhere over there really, really needs it. And I'm so glad I made that decision because after hearing the kids' story, you know, Lorraine told me a little bit of uh, their stories. Obviously, I can't name name who, but some of these kids, it's like, you know, you know how we have orphanage here? And I was telling my cousin about this, that, um, we yeah, we do have orphanage here, but then the kids over there, has gone through like a lot, a lot probably compared to some of the kids here because it's a story I don't even know if I need to share, but um, it's a lot of things, you know. Some of them were like picked up from the streets and one of the gal, I guess, I mean, one of the kids, she's like six years old before she actually make, made it to Faith, Hope, Love, Kids Ranch. She was on the verge of dying because she was like so malnourished. She had to be confined in the hospital. She was so very thin and... Uh, um. Lorraine took her in along with her, um, you know, other sisters and, you know, gave them good, um, you know, I mean, good experience. They can't keep them there until they get um, um, I should have took the sound bite from that because they, uh, from the video, because she, face to face to the camera, she even thanked everybody who she donated. everybody. So, yeah. And that means you, listener, you who donated and or bought the shirts uh, completely supported this orphanage too. Uh, your money, your what you did, went a long way for this for this orphanage. Because, explain how much were the uniforms? Well, the uniforms, and she's you know this is one thing I like about Lorraine. This is why I thought that hey, you know this is a good match for me and her, because she knows where to put the money and to spend it wisely. So I offered her. Um, I said hey. Maybe I could use, uh, I mean, maybe I could buy some shoes for the kids because I noticed on the pictures that they're all wearing like flip-flops. And then she said, no, Mary, um, they're not going to use it. They actually have shoes. They, you know, they mostly use flip-flops, but you could probably, um, you know, do something else. And then I said, what is it that you really need? Because I know I would have extra money because I, you know, watching the budget closely. And she said, why don't you go into me about you know in you know about buying the uniforms i don't buy it every year but it's like long overdue because it's been three years since um she actually replaced the uniforms the uniforms actually they used it when they do field trips or they go to the movies so all the kids have to wear the same clothes so, so that they can we, be identified yeah so you can see them right away you know because there's like 30 of them uh -huh. so if you're like how much are the uniforms well she's really good she invited somebody to actually personally sew you know, the the top and the bottom. So for the matching top and bottom, it was $6. So while she was talking to me, I was counting already on my head how much it would cost me if I were to offer to just pay for the whole thing. And then when I found out it's only $180, I told her... For 30, for 30 kids? For 30 kids. So Top it's, and bottom. Yeah, six times... 30 kids. She, she didn't, she wasn't expecting me to pay for the whole thing. That's why she said, you know, she's going to put some of her money and if I want to go into it. So I liked about, you know, that's what I, one thing I like about her. She wasn't expecting, you know, things. 
So after I calculated in my head that it's only going to cost $180, I told her, Lorraine, save your money. I'm actually just going to um, pay for the whole thing. You know what I mean? And, and she's an American lady, isn't she? She's Caucasian. She's actually Italian. She grew up in, she was born and raised in New Mexico. She's been a missionary since she was younger until she, she said, um, I think it was a um, blessing in disguise. She was supposed to be assigned to India, but somehow she ended up in the Philippines and for a while, she was um, uh, volunteering, working for the government, the orphanage. You know, it's called RAC. And then, so she knows the system. She learned the culture. She even, you know, she even speaks um, Tagalog. Tagalog fluently. I mean, I was impressed. And then, you know, it's just the stuff that she said. It's like impressed me about her. She doesn't expect a lot. And as a matter of fact, she said, Mary, I don't ask for money unlike some other orphanage, you know, that they send staff to ask for donations yeah. because she said she was raised to make it on her own to make it in her own and to not beg for stuff. And I told her, no, no, no. I actually like doing it and I'm sure other people are out there are looking for, you know, things or, you know, cause that they wanna donate money to. And I said, you know, don't feel like, you know, what do you what would you obligated? obligated or you know like um a bother that i'm donating i said it's a good thing that somehow i think are you know i feel like that my you know i was it was for me what's the word i'm using for i think it's for me to meet her it's like destiny because somehow when i the way i found her is i googled it actually i knew i want to do an orphanage but it's going to be close to where my um brother lives so that way i'm not commuting back and forth because traffic is bad in the philippines anyway especially in manila so anyways um so i knew that a lot of businesses in the philippines don't have websites believe it or not they're like behind time like 20 years or 30 years behind you know unless you're in manila then it's different but anyways this is a province so it's a country so when i googled it i that's how i found her and then i i found out that there's only one orphanage in Lucena and that's actually government run so they have so many stipulations so that's why I didn't opt to go with it because I want to be able to actually meet the children take you know take a picture and like you know um what do you call this um empower them you know do a little speech and empower them you know give them like speech that you know hey motivation yeah, like, you know, like mot motivation, hope that, you know, hey, even though you're in a bad situation, there's the, there's a light, on, you know, at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So I was able to do that, actually. And then um, when I, when RAC couldn't, you know, and, you know, basically they have so many stipulations. So I said, okay, so this is not going to work out. I went back to um, this orphanage, you know, Faith, Hope, Love, Kids Ranch. And I talked to Lorraine and talking to her, she was very, um inviting you know she was very welcoming and then she was giving me you know advice even and then she wasn't like you know telling me you know like she's just giving she's not yeah. trying to you know steer me to yeah just give the money to her or something right. like that well i mean that's that that's the whole point i mean the of doing that and uh first of all i want to say thanks mom for going all the way over there Mary Toledo, this is this is my my wife here, uh, going all the way over there, and I think technically the the what you're describing does no justice compared to like you showing like what it was like when you were over there on video showing it. 
You know what I mean? And yeah. then you could see the, the how happy and grat- gratified and she had a lot of gratitude um, about everybody buying, you know, putting, uh, donating, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and helping for the cause. It wasn't yeah. really a donation. It was kind of like, hey, you know, I bought, everyone bought a shirt and the proceeds went to this. And, yeah. And uh, just, it's a good community. I just love the PDR industry. And this is, this is just another way. And look, it's, I mean, Mary, it doesn't have to be us doing it. These other people can do something similar to this uh, every year or a couple times a year, right? What well, that's what, that's the thing. I, <clears throat> the reason why I did the shirt is because I want to be able to do this every year. So that way I can like, um, you know, keep, are you going to come up with a different shirt? Or are you going to do? I'm going to do a different design, but the the slogan is going to be the same. I, you know, it's actually trademarked, so that way, we're you know we're the only one that that that'll be using that you know that slogan. But anyways, going back to the orphanage, um, the thing is that they're so gracious and grateful that sh- the kids did did some kind of a dance and sing oh, yeah. presentation. So that's actually you know in the video. Yeah. I used to go put the video that Mike and I are actually going to do like um, a little, what is it, Dad? Edit. A trailer. It's like a vlog, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's going to show. Like a five, ten, like probably like a 10-minute video. Okay. Know? So it's going to be showing, what is it going to be showing? Just the orphanage or it's going to be showing also my trip, what I did in the Philippines? Because I told Well, it'll Mike, be interesting. Let's just put it that way. So. Well, because I, I actually told Mike that I wanted to do this um. Mount Pinatubo uh, trip because the way I saw it is like two hours of off-roading then seven kilometers of um, hiking so I told Mike I wanted to do that and then kind of like cap it with what the orphanage visit yeah as well as the um, the, the grocery or canned food um, stuff that I donated to some kids that are selling flowers in front of the church I mean usually that's where they hang around especially during the holidays um, I've actually, um, seen, you know, kids that are like working hard and trying to make money. So I was like, that's why I said, okay, this is where I'm going to give my, um, my, gro- you know, the groceries that we actually, um, um, so wait a minute, hold on a second. So you, after you went to the orphanage, you had money left over and then you saw some kids on the street and you wanted to well, give some well, money there. I mean, you wanted well, to give some well, food? no, what happened is that after everything said and done, between the catered food, the whole roasted pig called lechones, the uniforms, and then the arts and crafts that I bought them, and I also bought them some gifts. It's actually T-shirts. You know, after all of that, you know, I budgeted the money very, you know, wisely. I still have a leftover of $185. So to round it off, I, I figured $200 because it's going for a good cost too. So I talked to Lorraine and I said, Lorraine, I have $200 left. I, you know, the, the two options is like to give it to you, hand it to you as cash, or I figured I'll use that $200 and buy a bunch of, you know, like canned foods, rice, bread, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, in th- this way, so I can help do more. So what did you do with it? So this way I can help more people outside the orphanage. But I asked for permission because remember, this, this, this money is supposed to go to just the orphanage. And with her, she's so gracious. She said, Mary, go for it. If you want to do, do 
the 200, you mean, you know, the remaining $200 to help the others go for it. And that's what I like about her. She's not, you know, she's yeah. very. Young. So I'm just trying to get, mom, I, I know we, you want to tell the whole long story <laughs> of it. I'm just saying, like, summarize what you end up doing with the money. Well, I told you, I bought canned foods, rice, you know, 50 kilos of uh, rice, which is probably 100 pounds of rice. And then I actually distributed grocery with rice and bread and canned foods. And then for each bag, it contains to two who? and a half. To who? Babe, the kids in front of the church that talking. are selling that's, flowers. That's what I was confirming the whole time I'm asking you. I said that earlier. Oh, my gosh. You forgot. And I, I was just that. recapping it. <laughs> and so you sold it to who? And then you like you went through That's this. sold. Okay, I'm mean, sorry. Yeah. Gave <laughs> sold. it to them. <laughs> I made some more profit on top of my profit. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to them, babe, because they're selling flowers. I feel bad for them. Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to make some money for the holidays. So I figured I'm going to buy these groceries and just hand it to them. And I, okay. And that's what I said on my uh, Facebook all right. You know, hardworking kids as well as old folks. Well, I'm extremely proud of you. I am. I, I, I and I think a lot of other people are are as well. And they and people who donated and did, were up, actually a were contributing to the cause are extremely proud and uh, of you too. So I actually, you. well, I you know I actually want to say thanks for all the people that have supported this cause and bought the shirts. And then hopefully next year it's going to be even bigger, you know. <clears throat> keep saying donate. It's like, you didn't donate. You support, yeah, you'll support it to the cause. You're right. That's what I yeah. said, support it. No, I know. I said donate it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mike Toledo, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> here we go. Here comes, here it's getting interesting now, hey, folks. Here's my personality. <laughs> this is us generally like every 10 minutes <laughs> off off air well you know what it is it's like okay like, what is it well it's it's mike toledo's sarcasm and mary rubbed on mary <laughs> okay, yeah no yes yeah anyways uh, so anyway so that's what you know that's what happens and hopefully next year it's gonna be even bigger because it's actually nice to see kids happy especially you know they're like thanking you and then Lorraine actually, um, she did, um, she did like a little, what part of the video? She was thanking everybody in yeah, the industry. I told, yeah, yeah. I said I should have grabbed that sound she clip, was, but it, but you'll see it on the vlog. So exactly. Okay. All right. Well, again, thank you very much, Mom, for coming on. Give us everybody an update about your trip to the Philippines and and in detail of how it went down. So there's more details. I just, oh, believe me, there are. <laughs> details inside the details <laughs> trust me but we don't have until next year Mom. exactly so we don't have that much time we will we could break it up in millions of segments of podcast itself so anyways love you mom thank you for coming on and uh, we'll hear from you are you going to, are you planning to go to mte with me yeah <laughs> i just want to let you guys know that speaking of MTE, let's talk about mte just a little bit. Oh man, this is another topic. So on top of another. Now, topic. why why do you want to go to MTV now? Why not? Well, I'm let just, me ask you. Well, I'm just on, asking you a question. Hold on, let me ask you. Why are you questioning me after I've gone like? Because I want to know how it. Why, in a row? No, I want to know 
What I want to know why you like going now. You personally. I already told you in the beginning when you first go when you first started going that was what 2004 2005 the, I I was like raising two kids and they're about a year and a half apart so they're like twins. They're two babies and for me to go to MTE with you with two babies we wouldn't be able to I don't to think do you you had any interest we, to go there though at all. No no, no it's not that. We wouldn't be as productive as we should have been because if we if I were to answer the phones while I'm at MTE and you're doing your stuff, it's like more stressful for us. So it's better if because we need we still need we still needed to run then uh, time. Well, do you it. think it's women oriented? What do you, do you think MTE? Oh, let me. I, I, oh, that's re, re, rethink what you have to say. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's uh? Let me ask you this. Do, do you think there's more women that you've been seeing at MTE? Well, the first time I went to MTE, finally after what, 10, 12 years, I noticed there's only like I can count with my 10 fingers. What do you mean? You've never, been there. You've never been there 10, 12 years. What are no, you talking no, no, no. about? After 10 years. It was 10 years before, before it was like what? No, no, no. We lost count of when it was. No, I know that, but you haven't physically been to one. No, so, I said after 10 years of not going and I finally went, okay. I realized that there's less women. And what's my first comment on you? I'm like, Mike, there's no, not a lot of women here. And then I, I can count probably the, the women that I have encountered or have seen at MTE the first time I went. It's less than my 10 fingers. So I said to myself, what? This got to change. Oh. We got to bring the wives in here. You know what I mean? We got to bring them in here. Think... Be part of this community. Because if the company's being run by a husband and wife, then both have to go. So that way they can appreciate what the industry is about. And I've been running the business since we started then time. So the only thing is that you do the front and I do the, ba the back, the back end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there has been more women here now. Not and now, now I now, really and now now there's more women. Yeah. There's more women actually doing PDR too. Yes. Which I kind of I didn't talk about how many women are out there <clears throat> doing PDR, but I think it's it's going to double and triple in the next five years. I personally think because it's I I think more and more women are seeing other women do PDR, and. I think it's, I, I personally think I'll be teaching more women in the future, to be honest with you. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing is, if, if a husband and wife's running the company, both have to know the ins and outs of the business. Because if they don't, then they can't appreciate what goes in, you know what I mean, in the company. Yeah. Don't you think? I do. I, yeah. I, I do. That's a good point. But and why? I want to go back to you. Uh huh. Why do you enjoy going to MTE? What do I enjoy? I enjoy seeing women at MTE, talking to them, empowering them. Because some, I have talked to some, some, some of the women, and they said, "What do you mean empowering I them? I mean, what's what's wrong? I mean, they, they, okay, there's nothing. Hold on. We're not. We're not." <laughs> segregating them no what i'm saying is that some women they're like thinking well you know p 
PR, I want to support my husband. I want to support my, you know, significant others. But I don't know how I'm going to support them. I want to start this, but I wasn't. I'm not sure how to go about it. You know, the last MT we had, I mean, we went to in Las Vegas. I talked to one of the gal who, actually, a hair. You know, she's actually a hairdresser, and now she's, you know, wants to um, help out her husband or fiance. I don't remember the couple's name anymore. Do you remember them? But I was talking to them for the longest time. And then she said, well, how do you do it? How's the booking? Or how's the marketing? You know, da-da-da-da-da. And I gave her some pointers. So, so, so hold on. Just, just to summarize what you're saying. Yeah, time out here. Time out, because my husband's like, okay. Well, I'm trying to get why you, you like to go there. And everybody listening, I don't have a problem with my wife going, okay? In fact, I'm, I'm I'm happy she's going. But, I mean, what else do you like about MT? I'll tell you what I like. So you like networking with the other women. Is that what I you're saying? No, it's not just the women. It's the men, too. Well, you just kept saying women, women, women. So I'm just wanting to no, know. No, it's, it's, it's the men, too. I remember when we had the first MME, one of the guy asked me, Mary, so you do the booking and the other part of the business? Yes. And then he said, well, how do I bring in my wife to do this? full-time because right now it's part-time but the only thing that she's not comfortable with is answering the phone and booking appointments and I said well that's the thing it doesn't have to be women who's not comfortable with it men could you know could have the same problem but it's all about you know what if you don't put yourself out there you're not going to learn but here's the thing there's certain rules you have to follow like certain rules you can like talk to people but then if you don't have the personality you know what I mean? You're not going to, like, between you and me. I think that can develop, <clears throat> excuse me, develop because. Over time. I, I was scared crap when I tried, when I was, when my mom told me, you need to talk to people. I, you know, I know you first, were scared crap. I mean, scared crap because I even told you. I why was scared. Go get scr- I was scared scrap, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, here, Mike, do it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, I, there's certain things that here's the thing okay this is why it's a good combination between you and me you have your weakness and i have my weakness but we complement each other's weakness and strength so your weakness is my strength and vice versa <laughs> so i don't, have any, I don't I, have any weaknesses okay well then what there's no such perfection Okay, I have a little bit of weaknesses. Okay. okay, thank you very much. I like that. There's no such thing as perfectionist without weakness. All right, okay. Ooh, so anyways, you're trying to get all enlightened on me now. No, huh? it's not. Okay. So this is what I no. This is what I advise people too. The reason why it works out best for us or good for us is because your weakness is my strength, and then what I you know you know I okay. if I know that's your weakness, then I'll make sure that that would be my strength. And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what that means? <laughs> Come on, Dad. Oh. So you like to network, and you're asking me why I like to go. I already told you. It's like just me giving advice to people that are starting, whether it's accounting, advertising, this and this and that, you know, how it works, what would become successful if they try it or not. Yeah. It's like rewarding, basically, because you know you're helping out someone out do, there. Do you think, that in your opinion, your short experience going to MTE, been to Orlando, you've been to Vegas, do you think there's, there's still, would you go to two shows? Like, 
if you're a, a regular PDR tech and you definitely go to Orlando, but I'm saying like in general, you've been to going to Orlando. Now there's Vegas. Well, let's say you're on the East coast. Are okay. you going to go make both, both trips? No, no, no. Here's the thing, dad. Okay. No, no, no. Come on. What? Right off the bat. I want to hear that. No, I know that, but here's the thing. This is how I see it. And I, I look at, I look at it outside the box. If a dent technician can afford to go to do both because they have a company to promote or they have, let's say, a business to run and they want to see the whole industry of how it is, then they should go to both. If financially is what? You know, if they're financially capable to do it or if they're financially, you know what I'm saying? Have the money to have do both. Yeah. But if they don't, then they need to either pick the West Coast or the East Coast, which one, whichever one is going to be more feasible to them. It's all about your, well, your I, I, okay, well, situation. I, you know, I, some people I, can't do both. Yeah, I, I think that. I, I, Luckily, we can do both. You know what I mean? I mean, thank goodness or thank God we can do both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Um, I also think that it's 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 gonna be hard for the vendors too as well. And I would like to see both of them both of them shine, but I'm not sure. And I heard uh, I haven't confirmed it though, but I think it is. Uh, I think uh, they're pushing Las Vegas closer to the West Coast. Yeah, they're doing. I think they're doing it uh, October instead of September. It's not in September anymore. I think it's going to be late October. No way. That's what I heard. That's late October? Oh. Yeah, because if they do it in September, I think it's getting too close to SEMA. So I I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think it'd be cool if they did I close think, to SEMA. But I think if it's close to SEMA, it's going to be like too complicated. People, Not a lot no. of people wants to stay longer in Las Vegas, Mike. When you have a business to run, you got to get back and take care of business. It would be too bad. Kill two birds with one stone. Um, All right. So that's all we have for this segment. So we are 33 minutes into this. We actually did two segments in one segment. This got into the bonus segment. So uh, you guys know I like to do a lot of different segments in my podcast. Keep it super interesting. Again, I thought we were going to close it out 10 minutes ago. Yeah. But uh, anyways, all right. Listen, everybody, I appreciate you guys listening. Until the next one, every two weeks we have this podcast, so stay tuned for the next one. And Happy New Year to everybody. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. And we'll see you at MTE in Orlando, too, as well. But you'll, you'll hear a couple more podcasts before that happens. So, yeah. Once again, I want to thank, you know, thank everyone. Thanks for all your support, guys. All right. Thank you.